0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of The Seventies Watch Show. This is the seventh episode and you really don't want to miss this episode. Today's episode, I've had a very special guest, Kathrina Kosais. She's a media expert, best-selling author of the book Rising Affirmative Slavery, on-camera talk show host and empowerment speaker. This was a very insightful interview. We've talked about how you can, as an entrepreneur or influencer, use social media to be more successful also about her lessons that she's learned as an entrepreneur and her views on entrepreneurship and also about rituals that she uses to get more out of her day. Really great interview. I hope you enjoy this one. So without further ado, let's go. Mm. Hello, um, Katharina Kosai, thank you for coming on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Um, May I just jump right into the first question that I wrote down?
1: Absolutely, let's go.
0: So um, I've read a little bit about you on the website and um, looked up some information and um, you are a media mindset mentor. Um, I would really like to learn more about that and what does it mean or what do you teach?
1: Absolutely, so I have been a media consultant and strategist For 12 years I have worked internationally helping companies to gain media exposure in cities like Dubai, Hong Kong, Monaco, London and for the past three years I've been living and basing out of Los Angeles which as you know is a big media capital of the world and one of the things that I came to recognize with all of the companies that I worked with is that everyone is looking for exposure in the media right the more people that see your business or your brand The better but the problem a lot of times was even if we got them the right Appearance so if they got on TV if they got quoted in the BBC or CNN Sometimes they didn't have the confidence to come with all of their power all of their authentic story all of their energetic stamp and so two years ago, we added a division to my company And we called it mindset, the media mindset side. And what that is, is really working with people to first develop their confidence, their charisma and their communication skills, get them really believing in themselves and developing a media mindset sort of in the same way as a celebrity. You know, does somebody like Brad Pitt or Madonna Mm -hmm. have more confidence than you? No, but they have decided to turn it on. So I work with people to help them turn on their media mindset and then we get them the appearances on TV, radio or print.
0: So does it also mean, if I understand correctly, that in order to really use social media and to be successful in social media, you have to have certain knowledge how to present yourself in social media to really use it effectively?
1: Yes, absolutely, because there are so many people, as you know, with a phone and everyone is filming, everyone is uploading video. How do you distinguish yourself? How do you cut through all of that static? You do so by really refining your communication skills.
0: Wow, um, so for example, if I have, um, I have a lot of people in my mind that really want to do something big that are on these influencer careers, want to get them going and um, or want to build a business and want to use social media, but they don't know where to start. Um, what would be your advice to um, to them to just start from the from the very beginning? What's the first step that you would advise somebody to to take?
1: So the very first step is make sure that you have a vision. And I know this this is you know everyone is always looking for tactical. Stuff, But for me, it's really important to have the vision and imagine yourself where you want to be. Once you imagine where you want to be in five years, in 10 years, in two years, then you can allow your subconscious mind to figure out the ways and the tactical steps to make that 10-year future come to you so much more quickly. So my first place for people is actually starting with the subconscious mind and the vision more so than the tactical get that really solid in your mind first and that will give you the energy and the excitement to start to do the tactical pieces
0: wow okay so i understood the very very most important principle is to get the core the core energy right to get the core plan the,
1: the subconscious in place because i'll tell you something steve jobs in 1983 he was speaking i think it was at the university of arizona in the states and he foreshadowed in that speech, the development of the iPhone. Wow. He foreshadowed that he would make a device that had the weather, maps, phone capabilities, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. And it took him until 2010. The first iPhone came out in 2010. So for 27 years, this man held the vision, but look what happened, he changed the world.
0: Wow, so he kind of had the vision and everything else f- fell into place. There's kind of like um, the law of attraction that I've uh, kind of read in a lot of different uh, mediums.
1: Uh, Absolutely. I'm a huge believer in the law of attraction because you see, at the end of the day, all of matter is thought waves and light waves. And so if you can really focus your thought energy, then it's inevitable that it will come to be in the physical form. But the mistake people make is they don't concentrate enough on any particular thing. And so their mind is wandering, 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 and they never make their vision or their dream happen. You must have the discipline to focus daily on the vision, focus daily on the future you want to create. That's where a media mindset comes in, because you're playing in that space of the mindset first. Then you can decide what your business is, and then you can use social media, the television, the radio to share it with the rest of the world.
0: Wow, great. Thanks. Um, you have already mentioned a lot of different media's uh, mediums, but um, are there any favorites or what are the best mediums right now you'd recommend somebody to jump onto if he's, for example, an influencer or um, somebody who starts a business?
1: Sure, absolutely. So for influencers, the, the biggest medium, as we know, is social media. And you want to make sure that you're visible on all of the platforms. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. I mean, you know, I don't even know if anyone uses Snapchat anymore, but <laughs> depends on your age. The thing is for business owners, I would highly recommend that they actually make sure they're leveraging all four pillars of the media. So the four pillars are TV, radio, print, and then digital. So I'll tell you what happens. Many people that start a business say to me, Katerina, I have a Facebook page. I'm okay. People know about me. But they forget that there is an immense amount of third-party credibility that gets built in the mind of the potential consumer, in the mind of the potential investor, in the mind of a potential partner when they see that you've been on your local Channel 6 or they hear you in the radio or they see you in the magazine. So it's really important, especially for business owners, to make sure they're leveraging all four pillars, TV, radio, print, and then you use the social media, the digital piece, to share and leverage those appearances.
0: Okay, I understand. So, um, and um, would you say there are also a lot of differences for the different ages? Like, um, if you have different... Um, Demographic? Age, yes.
1: You, yeah. Yes and no, and I'll tell you why, Leo, because... What has happened in the last two years is traditional to traditional media and Digital media have merged. So what do I mean by that? You used to have to go and pick up a newspaper Now that same newspaper has the the digital version of the dot-com. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so now before you used to have the TV that's on your wall the traditional TV But now you also have TV that comes straight into your phone Right. It's Netflix. It's web series. It's all of this. I so when we say, yeah. So now when we say TV, we actually mean both TVs, the TV on your wall and the TV on your phone. When we talk about radio, we're talking about the radio in your car, but also digital radio, internet radio, talk radio. So or podcasts. Right. This is a great vehicle. So. <laughs> For people who want to be influencers, you must be getting out on podcasts, you must be getting out on the radio, you must be getting a web series or a YouTube channel. So now when we talk about TV, radio, print and digital, it's actually all the same. It's all digital, but you need to be doing it in those different buckets.
0: So um, one of the main points you made is really to be to have a universal pres- presence, is that right? So to present yourself everywhere you can.
1: Yes, absolutely. That's very important because you never know who is going to be looking and, and, and who is going to be watching from where. Like you said, you know, most people have an idea what their target demographic is. Are you talking to 20-year-old men or are you talking to 55-year-old women, right? Those are two different markets. Hmm. But once you identify that, then what you do is you get very strategic with respect to where are those eyeballs, are those eyeballs on the internet or are those eyeballs on the traditional TV? Are those eyeballs in the newspaper? And then you really can start to consciously and creatively figure out ways to hit, to, to hit up that market and get your message across. But the more exposure you can get in any capacity, the better for everyone.
0: So just try to get as much attention as you can possibly get
1: yes without getting arrested absolutely <laughs>
0: Um it's kind of also sounded like there are some metrics to it there are some kind there's some certain special knowledge about it so um, would you say it is very it ta- is a lot of effort to to learn all of that and um, where, you know, I, yes
1: I'm sorry to interrupt you I would I would say that if you are not taking the time to understand your analytics to understand how many people are coming to your website, to put in things like tracking devices, Google Analytics, um, then again, you're not being as professional with your business as you could. You really have to have a solid understanding of who is looking at your content, who are they, and and you know there are many companies and, and mm-hmm. even individuals in the social media space that can help with that. But if you don't have a solid understanding of your numbers, I would really recommend that you figure out a way to get that.
0: Yeah, that's just what I want to ask. So um, it means um, it's really not as effective as it could be if you're if you're wasting kind of that win on uh, just looking at the metrics and learning it.
1: Correct, because you have to ask yourself, you know, are is this business that you're putting effort into? Is it is it a real business? Are you really committed to growing it as an entrepreneur? Or is it just a hobby? If it's just a hobby, that's okay. Don't spend too many hours on it, though, because you'll start to go bankrupt, you know? So where <laughs> you're putting in your effort, there's going to be some monetary return.
0: Well, thanks. Um, um, I've also had another, a different question, kind of. And that is um, very special to me because I'm a student right now. I'm studying. And um, my main goal is to... Um, become an entrepreneur to do some entrepreneurial stuff one day or to start it right now. Um, and I have a lot of friends that are uh, like minded. And I want to ask, um, what's because your experience experienced that in that kind of field, um, what's your point of view on college and um, the necessity of college for your education as an entrepreneur?
1: Uh, you know, I, I think what college and university offer is another few years for you to really become disciplined in, in, in skills that will serve you the rest of your life. What do I mean? You learn how to have integrity to finishing a project. You learn how to learn, how to research. You learn how to interact in a setting where you need to make presentations. Mm-hmm. All of those things are going to be skills that are very important later in life. The actual content of what you're studying, in my opinion, is irrelevant. Why? Because you at 18 or 19 or 20 years old are going to be a very different person than when you are 30 years old or 40 years old. And your interests change and life opportunities change. And for me, I'll give you an example. When I was in university, I studied finance. I was a business finance major. I ended up Being in corporate finance in corporate America for 10 years and then I realized this was the wrong path for me I've always wanted to be in media. I've always wanted to be in Hollywood I've always wanted to be a TV host and at 30 years old. I transitioned and for the last 10 years You know, I've now been in the media and have become a media specialist uh, Regardless of the fact that I'm still only 25. So don't do the math but (laughs) My point is that the content may change, but the skill set that I learned was very important. Now, can you skip that and go straight into entrepreneurship? Absolutely you can, but I don't think you lose if you go to college. I actually think you gain a lot of skills that will really, really serve you later in life.
0: Wow. So it's about finishing your character and kind of building the right character to start your entrepreneurial career and to be fit enough to... Kind of going to that race that is coming absolutely. for you.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. That's exactly correct. Yeah.
0: Um, and going even a little bit earlier in early school, I want to ask um, if there's one thing, one subject, one lesson, or something like that that you could put into the um, schedule for the for schools. What would it be if you could change the system?
1: <laughs> this is a good <laughs> question. So what ha- what, ha- what happens? We go through school from when we're five years old to when we're 2022. 20, so mm-hmm. let's say 15, 16 years, right, if you go to college. That's a lot of time. What happens? We learn how to write, we learn how to do our math, we learn how to do uh, a little bit of biology, you know, and chemistry, and a little bit of history, uh, but we don't learn life skills. I have a big complaint with the school system and education. We finish 16 years of school, and most of us don't know how to be a parent, we don't know how to do our taxes, we don't know how to be in a relationship, so I would actually (laughs) add a lot of the life skills into the education system, because to add more skills and more classes on how do you do a sales funnel, or how do you do a business proposal, or how do you do a presentation, How do you have a relationship? How do you have a parenting, good parenting skills? How do you buy a car? You know, they don't teach us real life lessons. So that would be what I would do.
0: (laughs) So subject life.
1: (laughs) Subject life, correct. (laughs) Um, Yes. They don't teach us is how do you have fun? You see, part of the society that we live in is really, really coming from a place. A lot of the messaging out there is coming from a place from the advertisers from the marketers from society of scarcity lack struggle anxiety competition and you know we we we're, we're, we're designed by the time we go out of school even though a lot of people are excited because they're just starting out they're just they have all their life ahead of them but a lot of times especially in the USA not so much in Europe but especially in the USA people go into a lot of debt to have their education so before you're even out of the gate, you're 50000 a 100000 a $150,000 in debt. It's crazy. Instead of designing curriculum and designing the mental minds of these kids to be looking at collaboration and excitement and intuitiveness and cult- creativity, you know. So for me, mm-hmm. I think it's important for people – that might be in, in university right now, to make sure they're feeding their mind with good, solid information. What do I mean? Watch a YouTube video that ha- is motivational, inspirational. Read something every day that is going to get you excited about your life, about your business, because so much of the real society is bombarding us with the opposite. So it's up to us to feed our mind with the right stuff.
0: Well, wow, that's good advice. Um you've already talked about it um building relationships and having and kind of um developing trust for yourself um could we get more specific on that like um do you have any special uh, lessons learned how to develop trust in yourself and how to, to develop trust of other people and build great relationships because that's such an important skill
1: Yes absolutely so the one thing i love about university and and going back to your question That it offers people is the opportunity to build relationships and again you can go straight from high school into um, Your real world, but I think when you make really solid relationships the college years allow you to do that Mm. and What I love is you never know who you're going to meet in college and where they're going to be 20 years later so my advice would be cultivate really solid relationships Um, And and really keep in touch with people and the beautiful thing about the world we live in now is With social media people stay in touch. You see 30 years ago You might have been close when you were 20 25, but by the time you're 40 Are you really still talking? Are you really somebody's (laughs) moved to Singapore or here or there? But now the beautiful thing with social media is we can really be consciously in touch with each other So I would say to people cultivate your relationships. They will they will serve you in the future
0: Wow, also great advice okay. um, and i um, talking about trust. Um, um, one more thing I want to ask is especially um, referring to social media. Um, I've seen a lot that people want to start something in social media, but um, they're kind of shy, they want to change, they want to become, they want to get a more self-esteem. They want to present themselves in social media, but mm-hmm. they're lacking that one step that is leading to, to that um, result. Um, how would you advise somebody to get over himself and go into, um, into the direction and be able to present himself in social media platforms?
1: Mm-hmm. What, what the biggest hurdle that I see for people is, you know, people talk about, oh, you know, I'm scared to get on camera, I'm scared to be on a stage, I'm scared to be visible, even though I know I have a message to share. And what I like to remind people is there are three three major fears that people internationally have. Number one, they're afraid of heights. A lot of people are afraid of heights. <laughs> Number two, a lot of people are afraid of spiders, right, arachnophobia. <laughs> Number three, a lot of people are afraid of public speaking. The thing is, with the first two, you could argue that there is a little bit of there, – there could be a, a little bit of a fear of um, harm. You could fall off a ladder you could get bitten by a spider there's a legitimate reason there for the fear with the fear of public speaking or appearing on a camera Mm. there's no physical fear what it is is people are not afraid of public speaking they're afraid of public judgment and so the way you can get yourself into the media into social media really gaining and building a brand is to recognize that you must believe in yourself because you will always get people with an opposite opinion, and if you don't really cultivate a belief in yourself and a belief in your project, then it will never happen. I want to just give you a quick example with the Wright brothers who built you know the first airplane mm-hmm. they were They were bicycle mechanics, <laughs> and their father, their father was a, a minister. he was a minister priest somewhere in Middle America. And he thought that they were they he was he was very, very anti them trying to build a flying machine because he would say to them, if God wanted you to fly, he would have made humans fly. So don't play around with God. He was the most negative towards their vision and their dream. Well, imagine if the Wright brothers had listened to their father and stopped look at where we've come because of the development of the technology of airplanes, the development of technology of rocket ships, the development of the technology of all we're doing now. So there will always be naysayers many times within your own family and your own community. So build up your courage, build up your belief and just stick to your vision. It's going to be so important.
0: Wow. Thanks. Um, I've read that you're also living in Los Angeles, right? Um, so, um, most of, as you said, most of media personalities and so on are coming from that region. Um, I myself am from Germany. I've been in India once, but I've never been to Los Angeles. I can't mm-hmm. imagine what it is like living there. And I'd really like to ask you, what is it like, especially when you go to other places, comparing it to Los Angeles? Um, the certain vibe that is going there. Um, how would you describe it? And how can one um, grow with that vibe? Or how would you describe it
1: oh goodness well it's very Hollywood <laughs> you know <laughs> what, do I, what do I mean by that Los Angeles is the land of angels it is the city of dreams and everyone from around the world comes here to make their dreams happen filmmakers writers musicians you know there's a very international community because mm-hmm. Los Angeles can be a place for people to accelerate their dreams Uh, Having said that, Leo, there's a very heavy energy here. Uh, It's an energy of hustle. It's an energy of grind. Uh, There is a lot of an energy of creativity, Mm -hmm. but there's still an energy of I have to get this position before that guy. I have to get this audition before that guy. I have to land this role before that guy. And I would really like to see it become a little bit more collaborative because everyone has a talent. There Mm -hmm. is space genuinely believe for everyone in their voice and the more of us that can come to a, to, a, to a place or a project with collaborative energy rather than competitive energy, I really think that's the wave of the future and I really think that especially millennials, especially young entrepreneurs are really much more in tune with that than the older generation.
0: Wow, yes, especially with social media, I can really uh, agree with that. Um. And I um, really want to get out the last two questions real quick. And the first one is, um, so um, running a business, um, there's always a lot of stress and challenge. And um, I guess you always have a full day, as I can imagine. Um, how yeah. do you schedule a day? How can you advise? What would you advise somebody to do to um, have a productive day to not burn out? And do you have any rituals like sleep rituals, wake up rituals during the day? Sure.
1: Absolutely. So I, I have become very recently, it's been about a year, uh, a very, very big fan of meditation. Uh, I used to think it was very, uh-huh. woo-woo, very spiritual. Um, but what I find is when you allow yourself 20 minutes a day to really quiet your mind, to really let your mind relax, to really um, get rid of all the, the mental noise that is in within your own head and come to a place of stillness, you can tap into the creative universal intelligence. And what I would recommend to people is, I really have become a fan of meditation because I've seen my creativity just skyrocket. But I do two things, this might be interesting for the people listening. In the morning, before I get out of bed, I try and do 15 to 20 minutes. So I'll sit there literally, and it's almost better that you're sort of in that half asleep, half wake because you're, you're playing in the theta brainwaves. You're, you're, you're not super conscious yet. You're still sort of in between. And during that time in the morning meditation, what I like to do is do my visioning. That's where I really quiet my mind and I go to the place where I know I'm going to be 10 years from now, where I know I'm going to be in the summer, where I know I'm going to be. And that could be everything from envisioning the person you're going to marry to envisioning the house you're going to live in to envisioning being on stages, being given awards, being on magazine covers. Whatever your vision is, start to really craft it. Now, the second thing that I like to do in the evening is – I like to, before I go to bed, I like to really, really quiet my mind and remove all, 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 all thought. So in the evening meditation, right before I go to bed, that's Mm -hmm. where you just don't think about anything. You just let yourself play in silence. So in the morning, you do the heavy thinking, the futuring, futuring, I call it, the future visioning. In the evening, you just remove all distraction, and you'll see how much how much more peaceful your sleep is, and how much more creative and energized you wake up in the morning. So, meditation is my number one.
0: Wow, I've asked lots of people, and it's always the same answer: meditation.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, it's you know, it's it's becoming a real proven way to really mm. accelerate business. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, maybe the last question might be. Um, I want to ask um, what mediums are you mostly consuming? Are there any special certain books you'd like to uh, pass on to the people that listen to this um, recording? Any certain episodes on TV? Any special um, podcasts you listen to regularly? Is there something?
1: Uh, yes. So there's a book called Turning Pro, Turning Pro by a gentleman named Stephen Pressfield. Mm-hmm. This is an excellent book. That talks about how do you take what you love, what your passion is, and really move it from a hobby to a business? How do you go from being an amateur in your space to being a professional? So, Turning Pro, for anyone who hasn't read it, is one of my favorite books to recommend to young people that are moving into that space. And number two, I'm going to have to say it would be my book. (laughs) Because I uh, have written a couple of books, but I wrote uh, one book that I would recommend today called Rising Up from Mental Slavery, How to Unleash Your Infinite Potential. So it's called Rising Up from Mental Slavery. And this one really goes into the mindset work that I talked about. How do you create the discipline of your own self dialogue? How do you create the belief? How do you create the vibration? How do you create the passion? So for anyone looking for a little bit of help on really, really gaining the confidence first, I would recommend buying my book.
0: Definitely have to check it out. Because um, that's mostly the most important part, getting the mindset right, because that's the basic foundation, I guess
1: hmm. Absolutely. And then, of course, you know, keeping an eye on the big entrepreneurs, um, you know, and, and uh, for us right now, it would be people like Elon Musk. It would be people Definitely. like Gary Vee. It would be people like, um, you know, people that are doing big things in the world that have the uh, you know, I just want to talk about Elon Musk for a moment as well, because, you know, here's a man who several years ago, he made one hundred million dollars on PayPal. He took that money. He put $60 million into Tesla. He put $20 million into um, SpaceX. He put $20 million into something else. I don't remember. And he literally, for a period of time, had to sleep on his friend's couch because he couldn't pay his rent. Okay, $100 million that he reinvested into businesses that he believed in, but he believed in them. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. When you Believe in it. When you know in your gut, in your soul, in your cells that it will absolutely happen, you will do what it, whatever it takes. If you don't have that level of belief, then I would suggest don't play around in the entrepreneur space. Go get a job. that's going to give you a and and save everyone, including yourself, the headache. But if you really believe in what you're doing, then go for it.
0: Wow, that's a great example. I'm glad you brought it up because Elon is also really like my number one entrepreneur hero.
1: Amazing. He's amazing, right?
0: Yes. I'm I like re- the biography really was awesome.
1: The world. world. Yeah, he's changing the world, you know. And how many of you listening to this are going to change the world? Why not? Why not? You know, the time is now, guys. I'm excited.
0: <laughs> Who's not?
1: Right? mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Thank you so much for um, answering all the questions um, and for taking the time. Um, where can people find you when they want to look for you um, and they want to find out more about you?
1: Absolutely. So the best place for me is um, the website, which is katerina360.com. So I'll spell that for you. It's, uh, it's katerina Katerina, so it's K-A-T-E-R-I-N-A. 360 Katarina360.com. And from there you've got contact, my email, my Facebook, my messenger. All of my contacts are there. Check it out, guys. And follow me on social media. I'm always putting out tips on Instagram and Facebook about how to really um, develop your media, your media mindset tips on how to get visibility in all of the media platforms. So please, you know, reach out anything I can do to help anyone I'm here and my team is here. And, uh, you know, I wish everyone all the best of luck.
0: Wow, thank you so much. And everybody who wants to be serious and do something entrepreneurial, really um, check it out. Thank you so much for um, coming on 70s Watt and talking with me and taking the time. I'm glad you did it.
1: So glad to have been uh, invited. I thank you for the work you're doing. I really appreciated it.
0: Thank you so much. <laughs>